play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 109. A lot of stuff coming out. A show coming through town. We'll talk about that later. Uh, We were just talking about that before we got going here. Uh, A lot of new tracks. A lot of new albums. Uh, First up, Band Out of Texas, Gen Y. They, they came out with the pay-up single on July 14th. Unruly Boys came out with the LP Total Power on Foreign Legion Records. That's July 14th. Crossfire Collision came out with Deadlock on July 15th. Rights of Hata came out with the Right to Die, Right Time to Die, July 16th. <laughs> Summer of Blood came out with Strange Island. It was a single on July 16th. Tune in in about five minutes, maybe ten, and you'll be hearing that song. Gone Rogue with the single TS on July 16th. Chamber with Ripping, Pulling, Tearing (laughs) on July 17th. Resistance 77 put out a single. Punk's Not Dead, But I'm Not Far Off, July 19th. Uh, Sum 41 came out with Order and Decline, July 19th. Good Riddance, Thoughts and Prayers, July 19th. Slaves, The Velvet Ditch EP on July 19th. Cuffs. With the Bone single on July 19th, Dead Legions with Take the Honor single July 19th, which I can only find on YouTube. I can't find that anywhere else. I don't know if they're releasing it somewhere. Maybe it's on an album that's going to be coming out. Sub Dio with Sub Dio EP July 19th throughout of California. Minority of One from Spain came out with Present Tense. July 20th, Smash the Discos came out with another Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock, which this time is Volume 4, <laughs> and that was, came out July 21st. That's got at least 38 bands on there. That's a huge compilation again. Those guys knock it out of the park on those comps. Knock Off is coming out with You Get One Life, July 26th. Death Before Dishonor coming out with Unfinished Business, July 26th. Much the same. With Everything is Fine, July 26th. Gimp Fist with Blood, July 26th. Drunk Tank is coming out with Return of the Infamous Four, July 26th. Protagonist is coming out with The Killing Field Single, July 26th. Sanction is coming out with Broken in Refraction, July 26th. And the Von Tramps EP, which is Suns Out, Strung Out on August 1st. Eric, there is a lot of stuff that just came out <laughs> and uh, coming out. And on that stuff that came out there on July 19th, any of those things uh, you've checked out or were looking forward to? Uh, July 19th, with everything uh, as usual, I'm looking forward to uh, the new Slaves track. Uh, I'm also excited for uh, Good Riddance. I've yet to hear a bad record come out from those guys. And also Resistance 77. Um, really stoked to hear what they're coming off, especially with a title like that. Sounds like it's going to be very tongue-in-cheek yeah, it was uh i've got it uh, i'll probably play it either next episode or, or shortly thereafter and a lot of reference to lyrics and song titles of those older uk 82 bands right. included in this so yes you were right yeah. the seminal punk's not dead yes <laughs> uh that slaves the four tracks there they were all great and definitely different i, I can see why the ep uh had a different sound some 
really loud, kind of hard, and then there was some that were really soft. So maybe that's why they didn't go with that last album. That's what I had read is one of the tracks. I don't know if it was the title track, The Velvet Ditch, because that really didn't go thematically with the last album either. But none of them really did. They all just kind of put them together, uh, and it was cool. Yeah. I, I like Slaves, and we were just talking about that a couple weeks ago, and then we found out the following week, which was last week, it came out. Uh, I have listened to some of that new stuff, Unruly Boys. That was good. Uh, yeah. The single from Gen Y is great. Uh, Dead Legions, I love that one. Uh, Cuff's going to be playing that on an episode, one of the next couple. That Minority of One, those guys from Spain, uh, always kill it, and that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to Gimp Fist, looking forward to Death Before Dishonor coming out. Von oh, yeah. Tramps, love those uh, gals. Also looking forward to Sanction. Yes. Those guys those guys slam hard. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so a lot of great, cool stuff. I'm sure we missed stuff. I always do. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what we missed. We'll get it on the list. Uh, we are a punk rock review, and we're going to review some stuff here. We're going to jump into some newer tracks. Uh, what did you pick for this week? Uh, for this week, I picked a couple. Um, the first one I picked was a uh, cover song by the band Sharp Shock. They recently put out a split with the band H2O in which they're covering both Suicidal Tendencies and The the Descendants. And Sharp Shock is covering Silly Girl. And what's interesting about this one is they released it in the form of a music video on their YouTube, and it's on their website, but I haven't seen it on any of their streaming services. I checked Spotify, I checked Apple, Apple Music, I checked their Bandcamp, nothing is on there. Um... But I looked on the band's Instagram page, and they said that they released a handful of 7 Inches for their European tour, of which they're doing with H2O. So, yeah, I'm not sure if that's, uh, if they have an official release in the U- in the, in the U.S., or if it's just strictly for the European market right now. And they'll probably, if I have to guess, they probably might release uh, uh, the 7 Inch in vinyl for the U.S. when that tour is done. But... I guess we just kind of have to wait. They've been touring a lot. I think they've come through Salt Lake uh, twice in the last year and a half, at least once with the Interrupters and then... With the uh, Bouncing Souls. Yes, yeah. that one as well. Yeah, that was the... I actually, actually, I missed them on that show because I showed up to that show late and... Um, I got there around the same time. Them. <laughs> but I did see them at PRB, though, and super super fun guys. Total dress like uh, hipster mods in right. a way, but their music just very fun. It is. All right, this is the cover. This is Silly Girl. Let's take a look. Listen. This being a Descendants song, was this a, a favorite of the Descendants for you? Uh, for me, 
That's a, it's somewhere in. I'd probably say it's within the top 15. I'd definitely say it's one of their catchiest tracks, but this is from an era of the, of the Descendants discography that I didn't really pay attention to so much. This is like mid to late 80s. This is when they were kind of off and on again, when they were like half Descendants and half of their energy was going into all when that right. was going on. So it was... So the records just didn't really hit the same mark, like the, the all record or the enjoy. Had some fun tracks on there, some really fun, playful ideas, um, but had yet to like capture, uh, excuse me, the the same energy and oomph as like Milo goes to college or I don't want to grow up. I just watched videos yeah. on YouTube the other day. It's like 15 minutes long, I think, and it was talking about like the origins of pop punk and how origins of pop punk really date back to the origins yeah. of punk and it was just kind of evolutions and uh descendants were one of those that were named like yeah. a bunch of bands first albums kind of did had more of a hardcore sound as the descendants but then yeah. you start going into more albums and more of their songs not necessarily whole albums but more of the songs mm -hmm. kind of had that poppy sound to it yeah and i can see why sharp shock went with the descendants to cover it because sharp sock is I said sharp sock. <laughs> Puts an image in your head. But sharp shock uh, definitely is leaning more on that uh, poppy side. Sure. Um, but not exactly like pop punk in the way of like uh, your Sum 41 or your uh, uh, your Green Day or anything like that. But going back to like uh, the late 70s UK punk bands like The Damned or the, uh, the Buzzcocks. Right. And, Those and both even, were talked about in there. Yeah. And they both, and they also cover Buzzcocks. I saw them do. I can't remember. I think it was. Some credit the Buzzcocks. One of those first as ones. being like yeah, the Buzzcocks. first pop punk. Yeah, I would say they're. I would say a lot of those old punk bands, without knowing it, became the first pop punk bands. Right. And, you know, everyone thinks pop punk started. Um, you know, they say, oh, yeah, Green Day was the first. Well, no, they were the, kind of the first in the 90s to get popularity that way. Right. But if you go back, like, even to the Ramones, they had a very poppy sound. Right. And that's because that's what pop, uh, what punk rock was doing. It was kind of bringing rock back to its uh, uh, bare minimum form. And, sure. You know, <laughs> with and it depends pink. on your influences. That video showed that the Ramones were very influenced and were listening to a lot of bubblegum rock. And yeah. so that's how their music was you know, put together, those were the influences, and so that's why it did come out with a poppy sound. Yeah, like a lot of those old uh, 60s all-vocal groups, like the Crystals or the Temptations, it was just very simple three-minute uh, pop songs, and that's what the Ramones were trying to do, because everyone was getting all all up with Led Zeppelin and uh, Pink Floyd, which is, you know, not to diss those bands at all, but they were just getting way too out there and way too up into space. And Ramones were kind of like, okay, let's just bring it back down to earth. You right. know? Let's see what the Stooges are doing as well. You know, just, and that's what punk was supposed to be. And yeah, in a way it was good pop material, popular, you know, pop in the sense of being popular music. Right. Cause it was, it was short and they were digestible for the most part, but it was something different too. Right. You know, cause they went at it. it they went at it with that raw rock and roll type form, and that type of that type of sound really, really kind of carries through the decades with uh, punk rock, even throughout the '80s. Even if they like uh, went down with, brought the melody down, they still kept it in its simplicity. Right. You know, and that was the idea of Minor Threat was like, 
simple, hard, three-chord structures with pop hooks, but we're not singing them. We're shouting them. <laughs> so the, it's still there. You just kind of have to search for it a little bit. Well, speaking of speeding it up and maybe shouting it out a little bit, we're going to change tempos from this pop punk we're talking about mm-hmm. to something different. So it's your other new pick. This came out last year, but yes. but they have a new video they're putting out for this track. Yes, this track, the song 1313 by my friends in Mandalore. And uh, Mandalore, like uh, Destin mentioned, the their EP, it was made by those who are dead, came out in late 2018. And we're playing this because their song 1313 just got a music video released last week. And up on the Sagan's Youth website, you can watch it there. And yeah, 1313, it's a minute and a half straight metallic hardcore. Enjoy this one. <laughs> From Salt Lake City, for those of you who don't know, that's a local band, local in accordance to us. Right, and they're going to be actually doing a tour, uh, kind yeah. of a mini tour anyway. Yeah, they're going on tour with uh, PSO, and uh, PSO, the drummer for PSO, Zach Prescott, is also the drummer for Mandalore. Awesome. So it kind of makes sense. It's like, oh, PSO's going on tour. Let's bring Mandalore for a couple of shows. Right. And I think they're doing like three or four dates in the southwest area. I think they're doing like... Uh, some stops in California, Nevada, uh, and Arizona. Uh, I'm not quite sure on those dates, but that's not coming through until September. Right. And as it gets closer, we'll talk about that, uh, you know, more specifics. But I think that's cool that they're a great band. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we were playing them here. Yeah. Uh, you can also so you can find that track on that album that came out. It was made by Those Who Are Dead. Yes. But it's also on Utah Underground 2019. Go to Bandcamp. Yep. That song's also been released on that uh, compilation. And, again, music video is up on YouTube. You can find it on the Second Youth site along with a little write-up that I did, and that's my shameless plug. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on that Utah Underground 2019 noteworthy? Uh, noteworthy, some of the bands that stood out to me. Uh, more on the heavy side, the new Tamerlane track, very slow but very 
very pretty in a way. Not pretty in like a very soft way, like it's still heavy, but there's a lot of ambience to the uh, to their sound, which has always been a staple in their uh, in their music. Uh, also, man down, just uh, slow, drudgy, makes you want to punch a hole through a brick wall <laughs> type of <laughs> metallic hardcore. So that one was a lot of fun. Uh, let's see, the new uh, version two song is a bit of a. Bit of a turn in a new direction, which I actually enjoy a lot more than the previous stuff that they put out. And that's, let's see, what was another one? I had it, then I lost it. <laughs> well, friends of the show fun. failed to follow. They're also on there. Yeah, failed to follow. Had a fun track on there. Right. And LSDO had a new track. Fun, fun skate punk to loosen it up a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, my friend Tyler, the one-man band who does Gloom. G L U M E, uh, straight uh, straight from the '80s kind of dark wave stuff. Like, if you look at him, you would never guess he's into that stuff because he's dressed like a total street punk. But he just worships the Smiths and the Cure and all those all those fun bands. And this is the project he's been working on for the past, uh, I want to say, a year and a half, almost two years. Oh, that's cool. So the song and the song on there is really good. It's really it's really dark, really kind of drab, and really really takes you back to that. That era of the 80s. <laughs> well, just after that era, you had alternative, you had some garage rock, and I've played off and on uh, for the past few months on the show some garage rock sounding kind of stuff, the darts and some other bands. And we're going to get into a band here that also has kind of that garage sound. So you tell me what you think. Uh, this is a new song from the band Summer of Blood. They just released this track, Strange Island on July 16th. They have another single that's also on the Bandcamp page called Rotten Fruit. It was released July 13th of this year. So let's listen to Strange Island. All right.
Hey, these guys have some cool, colorful artwork to go with each of those singles. You can go to their Bandcamp page, check it out. Uh, if you're interested, you could also find these guys on Spotify. They're a newer band as far as a uh, number of tracks that are out. They only have two, but they're both really cool. Again, you can go try uh, Rotten Fruit. <laughs> uh, Rotten Fruit is also on the Bandcamp page. Uh, I really dig this track right here, uh, Strange Island. What do you think? What's your first impressions? It reminds me of uh, some of those uh, noisier uh, garage bands with a hint of psychedelia in their tone. I'm thinking like Plague Vendor, Drug Church. Right? Yeah, that's that's what this is kind of reminding me of. Uh, I think it is definitely along those lines. Uh, this band, it says they are from the deserts of Arizona and the streets <laughs> of New York. Ah, so we got both sides of the both sides of the country here. Right. <laughs> Uh, again, that came out July 16th. Cool band, man. Uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to whatever else comes next, whether it be more singles or if those singles are going to be you know, on an EP or a forthcoming album, something like that. Uh, I'll definitely keep my head above for that. But uh, you know, yeah. being that they're from the Arizona area, they may hit us here on tour, so Maybe. now we know to look for <laughs> Summer of Blood. Oh, boy. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Summer of Blood. One last new track. It's coming out next month in August. Uh, band I've listened to for quite some time. They're from Minneapolis. Uh, you, do you like Off With Their Heads? I do like Off With Their Heads. I, I should have seen this forgot that they were a band for a minute. They're, <laughs> I don't, they're kind of low-key, kind of right? under the radar. They don't do a lot of... Don't do a lot of promotion unless they like uh, poke their heads up. It's like got new music coming out, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, well, we'll put it out yeah. there too. It's on Epitaph. It's a cool record label. Oh yeah. Uh, this is going to be track number one. The the track's called Disappear. Uh, yes. You can also find uh, Be Good, the title track out. The band came out in 2003. These guys have been around for a while. Yeah. I like the the vocals. Much like the last song, the vocals really stand out in Off With Their Heads and in uh, The Summer of Blood. I think those stood out, too. Yeah. But uh, the vocals really stand out to me in uh, the Off With Their Heads songs. This song's about to pick up. Let's, uh, let's take a listen. All right.
think this track right here has uh, similarities in sound against me, especially newer yeah. against me. Uh, I'm also hearing a lot of hot water music in there. Yeah. Kind of a uh, punk mixed in with Heartland Rock type of thing. Yeah. And doesn't surprise me, coming from Minneapolis, there's a lot of that kind of surrounding. Especially how he opens up the track. It's almost like it could be just played on an acoustic guitar and nothing else. Right. So, yeah. And that's what a lot of bands like Against Me have done. And here it comes again. <laughs> just a little bit more to wrap this track up. Oh, yeah. All right. That's going to wrap up the new tracks. Let's jump right in. To some older, lesser-known stuff. We're going to play back-to-back tracks from your e- choice. Econarchy. Econarchy. A mix between economy and monarchy. We got a... Uh, let's see. We got them from New Mexico. Some hardcore crust and thrash mixed in with uh, street punk. And yeah, let's see. A lot of fast tracks, a lot of slow tracks, and... Just a mix of everything, really. A lot of fun stuff. And this I, one's called GMO. I hadn't heard of them. We, we haven't played a lot of bands from New Mexico, so that's cool. I, I When I heard these tracks earlier, I heard the first half of the album earlier yeah. today. It's cool. It's good good stuff. And it's a lot of fast, grimy stuff in there. Sounds like you just scooped it out of a gutter and put it on an album. <laughs> <laughs> these tracks came off of like you said is economy monarchy yep. came out february 14 2016 but that wasn't even there i think that's the most recent release yeah it is. they have other stuff they've been around i wonder if, you, if uh, they've been around since 2013 have they toured here have you seen them before i don't know if they've toured here but some friends of mine actually toured with them or at least when they went on tour they played in shows uh they played on their bills and that's actually how i got in uh, got a hold of these guys when uh, it was from Mandalore. They came back with a, a box of CDs from uh, bands that they played with, and they were, like, they were like, we got some extras. Do you want one of these? And I saw that Econarchy album. I was like, that's an interesting name. I'm going to I'm gonna take this with me. And, yeah, listen to it, and it was just a banger from start to finish. Right. Yeah. That last one was GMO. We're going to play one more. This one's Remedy. 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 
I can see this band of Mandalore putting on a good show together. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially since their songs are so short, they have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Econarchy. Cool band out of New Mexico. If you haven't checked them out before, do now. Uh, they do have a Bandcamp page, so go check them out on their Bandcamp page. And that was cool you brought them up because I hadn't heard of these guys before. That's, uh, that's a cool band. Well, finally, I'm teaching something new. <laughs> <laughs> new to you. New to me today. <laughs> All right, so we got this band out of Oakland, California, uh, Protected Left. So they are in the process of putting together an EP. It's just about done. Should be released soon. Uh, if you go to protectedleft.org, that's their webpage, you can see some live performances of them recording some of their new tracks. So you can hear some of the new tracks there. It's supposed to come out in August. But in the meantime, uh, before we play that, when, we get, when that comes out, we're going to listen to uh, one of the most recent releases. It was off a split that they did with Short Life. And it came out uh, July 18th, 2017. So just about two years ago. And this track's called Absolution. I want to thank Mario for reaching out. You can check these guys out on Bandcamp and Spotify as well. Here's Absolution. Eric, what do you think of Protected Left? Well, I, th I think it's safe to say, I'm going out on a limb here, one of these guitarists was listening to Metallica growing up. <laughs> <laughs> the, that, that's cool. I like. It reminds me of those uh, uh, late 90s skate punk bands that were like 
really into metal and incorporated that into their sound, like 88 Fingers, Louie, um, uh, Dillinger 4, Strung Out, that type of stuff. That's what it reminds me of. I was thinking essentially the same thing. I was thinking this sounds like heavy skate punk. Yeah. That's what <laughs> would, yeah. And it makes sense. You know, a lot of, uh, a lot of those skateboarders that were like, yeah, we, we listen to metal too, but punk is just easier to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, but it's fun. Like I love a lot of those uh, metal riffing in there, and I love the soloing. You know, you don't hear a lot of solos in punk rock songs. You know, because most of the time, why bother? <laughs> <laughs> but these guys, yeah, they they definitely got the talent in there, and uh, yeah, I like it. I like the vocals. I like the <laughs> I like the drumming style. I like the little breakdown that was near the end there. That is good. Kind of two stepping down, stroking rhythm. I'm looking forward to the, the EP release in August. So we'll play these guys again uh, not too long, about a month. Look forward to it. Check out Protected Left out of Oakland, California. Now we're going to talk about a band who's touring. Oh, so mark your calendars. Right? <laughs> Salt Lake City, it's tomorrow night, Wednesday the 24th. If you're not from Utah, you have no idea what Pioneer Day is. But it's Pioneer Day. Pioneer Day. There you go. That's much better. Everybody else in the world should also celebrate the 24th of July as Pioneer Day. Yeah. Well, if Mormonism can spread, so can Pioneer Day. (laughs) (laughs) Make it happen. So Teenage Bottle Rocket, they are playing Idaho tonight, Boise. They're playing the Shredder. Tomorrow night, they're playing the Urban Lounge with Hi-Fi Murder and Housewarming Party here. Uh, Another Utah great, Hi-Fi Murder. And then on the 25th, they're playing in Casper, Wyoming at the Gaslight Social, Inglewood, Colorado, uh, back-to-back days at the Gothic Theater on July 26th and July 27th with Hot Water Music and Red City Radio. It's going to be a cool show if you're in Colorado at the end of the week. And then these guys are jumping over in August over uh, over to Europe. They're going to go to Belgium first at the Brock Rock EcoFest on August 3rd. And then Rebellion Fest on the 4th in Blackpool. And then they'll go to Glasgow in the UK August 5th for the Nice and Sleazy. They'll be in London at the New Cross Inn on August 6th. They'll be in Paris uh, at Gibbous Club on August 7th. They'll be in Zurich the 8th. Uh, Pullman in Slovenia on the 9th. Holobrun in Austria at, uh, looks like August 10th. And then they'll come back at the end of the month in August, back to these states, and they'll go to California, uh, August 30th in Long Beach, Scottsdale, Arizona, August 31st. They'll be in Harlingen, Texas, September 2nd. Houston, Texas, the third. Bunch of Texas shows, Oklahoma, Missouri, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, that's just through the middle of the month. They're going to be at Riot Fest uh, a couple days there in Chicago, uh, September 14th and 15th. Then they're going to go to Japan. These guys are playing tons of shows. Let's listen to the end of this track off their new album called (laughs) Death Carts off of Stay Rad. have that album yet go get it it's a great one it's one of chris's favorites of the year hmm. uh stay rad came out in march of this year uh bottle rock or teenage bottle rock great band i didn't realize how many shows 
they're playing. They're even in November going to be in Japan for a week from November 14th through 19th. And then they're playing Fest in Gainesville, Florida on November 1st. Punkin' Drublick on September 21st in, in uh, West Homestead, PA. These guys are just festival, festival, festival this year. Yeah. And uh, going to Japan, I'm sure they're huge over there. A lot of great bands like that are big. So mostly, yeah. <laughs> check them out. Uh, it's Teenage Bottle Rocket again. That was off of Stay Rad. Next up, we're gonna play some some great cover to cover albums. Uh, interview on this show. I should have mentioned that at the top of the show, but Barking Mad. I did an interview last week with Bram off Barking Mad. That's gonna come up after we do Dubbed. So dubbed. <laughs> you you picked Dubbed. I didn't know much about Dubbed. I should have. They're from Utah. So tell us a little bit about Dubbed. Well, Dubbed, they were a uh, <clears throat> they were a uh, ska punk, ska core kind of uh, crack rock type band that came into Salt Lake, uh, came into the Salt Lake scene around 1999-2000 and have been a band uh, consistently for 10 years until they broke up in 2010. And in the last decade, they came in they came back a little bit, uh, did a couple shows here and there, and one of them was at the Beehive in February of 2016, and that was for uh, uh, Conrad Keel, the owner of the Beehive. It was for his birthday, and he was like begging him uh, for a long time to get him to play that show. And he just says, "Just do it for my birthday, man. Come on, it'll be fun." And eventually, they're like, "Okay, fine, we'll do one show." <laughs> and that show turned into another show, and I think one more after that, and. What they did, uh, their singer, not, not their singer, their saxophonist, X, um, his real name is Eric, <laughs> he uh, got the idea, you know what, let's record these shows. Because, you know, Dubbed never released a full album, at least like not in the sense that they were hoping for. Because they were touring all the time, and they were just like, being that they were just grimy punk rockers, they never really wanted to uh, commit to anything. And they just had trouble like getting into the studio and staying consistent with recording. And out of that, they just released a couple of singles. Some ended up on a compilation. They released acoustic tracks, some of their more well-known songs. So they never released a full album in its entirety until uh, this one, Withdraws, came out earlier this year on February 14th. And with that, they made a big uh, announcement. It was like, hey, we're releasing our last album, the first real album. It's a live album. Uh, but we're not getting back together as a band. We're still very much not a band. <laughs> we're not doing a release show. We're not doing anything. The Facebook page is just a, a memory log. So you could go in, look at all the old photos and all the flyers and reminisce on the glory days, <laughs> pretty much. And uh, also, everything that they ever recorded is on their band camp, including this album, Withdraws. And... I think it was like maybe uh, 12 tracks on there. And Something like that. All, yeah, and all of them are fun. It's a, basically a greatest hits album, um, and it's all live. And they were the best when they were live, honestly. And that's a great sound. I didn't even know until you hear like crowd cheering in between some of the songs. Couldn't yeah. Couldn't tell <laughs> that it was live. Uh, this first track, so you pick two. Yes, yeah, uh, Scurvy is... I believe this one's Scurvy. Yep. And then another one called Freebasers Do It Better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into Scurvy first. This came out, uh, they released, like you say, this year, February 14th of this year. Yep. Give me your money, know this ain't no joke. Damn your eyes and I'll cut the road. Silver teeth that I wear for show. In my bindle I carry snow. Shooting dice is always nice. The pleasure's mine and I'll provide the dice Whoa, I 
Did you have a chance to see Dubbed live at any point? I did. I saw them at both of those, uh, both of the shows that they were recording. Okay. So, technically speaking, I am on this album as a backing vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> there, I think I hear you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me right there. <laughs> but yeah, super fun band live and just. This is not a bombs and meeting hearts song. <laughs> oh yeah, this song was always confused as a song that was a cover. They thought that they were covering Bombs of Beating Hearts, when in fact, they do cover that, just not this song. <laughs> so that always became an inside joke with that band. <laughs> so yeah, here's uh, Free Basers Do It Better, not by Bombs of Bleeding Hearts, but by Dubs.
They really have a lot going on with their sound. There's oh, a, yeah. There's a lot there. Yeah, there's a... And then they, their influences are, like, all across the board. Like, uh, when I was uh, talking with them, I, I did an interview with them earlier this year for the release of this album for Slug Magazine. And I was... You know, and naturally, they always go off on tangents. They're just... <laughs> That's just the way they are when they talk. They like they just never shut up. <laughs> and, you know, they talk about a lot of their influences. And, you know, a lot of it comes from the old uh, ska bands from the 90s, like, uh, you know, Choking Victim and You're Sublime. Uh, but they also really love old Americana artists. Like, they mentioned Tom Waits quite a bit. And they also really love the pirate overtone. You could hear it in this yeah. one especially. It just sounds like a very she-shanty type vibe, especially with the accordion. And, yeah, they're like... To call them ska punk is almost a bit of a disservice to them because they just have so much going on, but that's because... Maybe they're pirate punk. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. Pirate ska punk. Yeah. yeah. And all of them are so talented. Like, uh, you know, the, the main guys, the three main guys that have been in that band consistently, uh, Skunk, X, and uh, Mike the Bass, all been, you know, all of like a... Let's see, a catalog that's a mile long with all the bands they've been wow. in. And, you know, just spanning across genres from ska, street punk, uh, crust punk, and uh, yeah, and just simple folk stuff. Like, I uh, can't remember the name of the <laughs> name of the group that they came out. Oh, Scary Uncle Steve. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of the members in Scary Uncle Steve did come to do these dubbed reunion shows. Uh, let's see, the drummer and the, the accordionist, Nate. They were asked to, like, uh, kind of, not exactly last minute, but it's like, Dub's doing a reunion show. Do you want to come in and learn the songs? And they learned them all in, like, a day. Wow. <laughs> so it was pretty cool how that, that all came cool. together. So, yeah, Dubbed, great, great band. It's a shame that they're not uh, doing this anymore. But and if anything, this album is a testament to uh, why they never released anything in the uh, in the studio. And... Uh, in the interview, they're saying how a lot of their stuff is ad-libbed, you know, especially with uh, uh, Mike, especially. He never plays the same bass line twice. He's always, if you see him live, he's just all up and down his fretboard, and it's just, it's really uh, entertaining to watch the bassist, at least for me, because I am a bassist. Right. And, and I just loved his style. I just loved how focused he is on everything. And But that was the thing. They were like, if we're going to release a proper dubbed album, we're going to release it live, because... Honestly, that's where they were at their best. <laughs> they just loved the they loved playing to the crowd. They loved getting people riled up and that's that's where people fell in love with them. That's where I fell in love with them. Well, hopefully they do another show at some yeah. point. I know they say they won't, but I'm sure they said that before those <laughs> other shows. Maybe. So maybe, maybe another birthday show. <laughs> maybe they'll come back. Yeah. But they do exist in some form. Uh Scary Uncle Steve, that's where Skunk and Nate and uh are doing their stuff now. And they got a couple albums out as well. Nice. Yeah. We'll go check out that band. And if you want to check out anything dubbed, they have a Bandcamp page. And some of the stuff's even on iTunes if you want to look at for it on iTunes. Yep. But go to the Bandcamp page for dubbed, and you can find Withdraws, the the live album, or the, some of the EPs are there as well, I believe. Yes. All their compilation singles. All right. Next up, we have an album. So it's a six-track EP. This band's awesome. They're from Denver. Uh, I'm looking forward uh, just to this band, man. Cool band. So I want to jump right into this track. It's called Rampage. It's off the Rampage demo from Barking Mad. We're going to listen to this track. We're going to listen to another track. And then you're going to listen to an interview I did with Bram. So let's uh, listen to Rampage. Rampage. 
All right, a uh, track that's off this EP also, but it was on a compilation. So Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock Volume 3. Uh, that came, We did an episode back uh, in January, and that track was Equal Opportunity. It's a cool track. Go check it out. Go check out that comp. This is also off the Rampage demo. And uh, the new compilation, Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock Volume 4. Yeah. These guys are on that one with this track, but it's also on the Rampage demo. They have great tracks. It's a really good band. Uh, Interview is going to come up right after this. This track is called Antisocial. interview is coming up right now joining me now from barking mad out of denver colorado is bram bram thank you for joining yeah thank you how's it going great man uh you reached out not too long ago sent your cassette we've heard it we've heard the demo everybody else you can go find uh, on the Bandcamp page right barking mad on Bandcamp. you can find the digital copies plus the cassettes uh, the cassettes, cool, just like the vinyl for cassette or vinyl collectors, you know, not just coming out in that simple white or simple black. These are uh, pretty sweet-looking yellow. 
tell me about the the coloring. You know, what, what made you guys choose the, the yellow, and is it offered in any other colors? It's not offered in any other colors. It's just yellow. Uh, the reason I went with that is because uh, it kind of matched with the artwork a little bit, you know, but I kind of took the opposite colors. And so I thought it looked pretty cool, and it turned out good, so we went with it. Awesome. Is cassette, uh, is, is that a preferred medium? You know, like there's cassette collectors, there's you know, vinyl collectors. I don't think there's really CD collectors and you don't really collect digitally. So is there something with cassettes as far as the, the band goes, or is that just a medium that you guys wanted to make sure that the album was released on? I mean, I've always liked tapes. Um, I always had them as a kid. I would always uh, get like mixtapes from friends when I was getting into punk. So I've always had a special place in my heart for them, but um, it seems like they're also making a comeback these days you know they're a good way to put out a demo uh for cheap absolutely and so so we decided to go with that i'm not a big fan of cds because i just end up scratching them all the time and right then they're ruined you know and the, there's not as much to look at i mean they, they typically have a picture or whatever but you throw it in the cd player you don't see it but typically like on uh you know record player right uh, you can see the record while it spins on a, on a lot of boom boxes or uh radios you can still see the tape while it's playing so it's kind of cool to have the, the various colors the the other things that go along with that yeah definitely so you were just talking about uh you know when you were younger and getting into you know that's kind of where tapes come from so tell me about the beginnings of the band barking mad so me and the drummer used to be in this band four minute warning and we called it quits a while ago and we were looking for something else to do and so uh it had been a few months and i was just randomly talking to a friend that i knew from the bar and I was looking for, you know, like a bluesy kind of lead guitar player. And uh, he's like, I do that. And, um, you know, he's a big fan of Motorhead, which we're all big fans of Motorhead. So we thought we'd try it out. And uh, that worked out pretty well. But um, then it wasn't sounding full enough with just one guitar player because we have a lot of leads, as you've obviously heard. Right. And so, uh, so we found another guitar player and tried him out and he ended up becoming a guitar player as well as a singer and also knows how to play lead so it's kind of interesting having two lead guitar players in a punk band you know <laughs> yeah i bet there's a lot going on there well before we move on from it the the motorhead you know if on your social media there on your facebook which is at barking mad denver uh you can see that that picture inspiration as it were from from motorhead yeah, definitely. Well, it also came from my dog that I uh, rescued, and her name was Clementine, and we didn't like the name, so my friends started calling her Clemmy, and we decided to go with Lemmy. She kind of smiles kind of like the uh, war pig does. Nice. So um, we decided that maybe we should just do some artwork with her instead of the pig, so that's where that uh, came from. That's awesome. It, with the, the the backstory there with the dog and the artwork and then the, the name Barking Mad, where does the name for the band Barking Mad come from? You know, honestly, we just were taking months to try and come up with a name. It was hard to come up with anything because it's band names. You know, you hear a lot of bands with the same name over the years. Sure. And so we wanted to do something original. And uh, we just, I was going on like internet thesauruses and I found like a phrase thesaurus where you could look up a word and then they'd give you a phrase involving that word and somehow barking mad just kind of came up because we're kind of 
you know, our intro, our first song on tape is called Equal Opportunity Hit. And so, you know, it kind of fit along with that whole idea lyrically as well. That's awesome. Uh, th- that's a great track. And by the way, that uh, we played that because you guys were on a compilation. So we played that back on, looks like, episode 83.5. We did a, a review of a couple compilations. And you guys were on the Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock from Smash Your Head or Smash the Discos. Uh, volume three. Yeah. So yeah, how did you guys end up on there? On that one. You know, uh, I just, uh, we, we were originally going to um, release our cassette on crowd control media. Um, I won't go into the details, but that didn't end up working out. So at the time, Sheldon, the guy who's uh, one of the guys who runs crowd control media, you know, he sends that guy a lot of music for reviews and that guy loves his label and, the bands that he puts out and stuff. So um, he actually hooked us up cool. with Jason. And uh, then Jason just kind of hit us up one day and asked if we wanted to get on the comp. So we said, yeah. That's awesome. It was a big comp, a lot of, lot of bands on that one. And that's where we first come across your band. And, uh, you know, we only played a certain number of tracks. So we listened and picked tracks that we liked. And that was one that we came across like, oh, yeah, you know, band that we're not familiar with, but a really great track. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, how long have you guys been a band? Since we first started practicing, I would say maybe about two and a half years. I'd have to think about it to give you an exact amount of time, but I won't take that up. <laughs> well, with two and a half years, you guys have put the six-track demo, Rampage, together, and that's the Equal Opportunity com- or is also on, and then uh, the tracks that we're playing on this episode are also on the Rampage demo. And that was released, looks like, June 29th. You guys are also working on new material, is that right? Uh, yeah, we have a 7-inch we're working on. We're not sure if we're going to release it ourselves or what's going to go on exactly. But um, we've got four songs we recorded. we still got to mix and master it. But uh, it's sounding pretty awesome already. The sound quality is very top-notch. That's great. Uh, with the release for Rampage demo, so you had that, it's cassette and, the, and then digital. How, how soon do you think the release would be for the 7-inch? The and I don't mean like exact date. It's just, you know, some bands will release EP lengths of, you know, four to six tracks or even full lengths, but it's on a year-to-year or biannual basis as opposed to, uh, you guys just released this less than a month ago, the the Rampage demo, and now you're already, you know, pretty close as far as getting another release goes. So how c- close do you think that'll be? Um, well, honestly, there's a lot more work that is going to go into it. you got to get all the artwork done. We've got a friend working on it right now. And then you got to put together the layout for everything. And then after you get all the masters, the record label, you've kind of got to wait for uh as far as vinyl goes you've got to wait for like a metal i forget what it's called it's some metal piece where they use they copy the grooves from it into the vinyl it's a big process i don't know i'm not explaining it very well but it's a long process and i think it's taking about three to four months as far as i know for new submissions to actually come out on vinyl okay. or at least the turnaround rate for like being pressed, you know, that's not with the promotion and all that. Well, to kind of jump topics to live shows then. So you guys have played some live shows. So to talk about the, you know, the six tracks 
and then you guys have a handful more that you know are already ready as far as you guys are playing them are, are those tracks that people would be able to hear you play live or are you guys going to wait to play those live till closer to when there there might be a release date on those we actually already do play those live because the first six uh, were the demo songs um and then we needed more songs after that so right we started playing those you know we want a full 10 song set so we play those live um in the future we may decide to change it up but right now you can hear them all awesome so anybody out there listening you can go hear those songs. They might not be released uh, for you to get your hands on too soon anyway, but just go to a show and you'll be able to hear them there. Speaking of the shows, though, you uh, have played with some, some pretty cool bands uh, fairly recently. They also came through Salt Lake Class System from California, the No Coast Criminals from Iowa. Did you enjoy those bands? Uh, tell us about some other shows that you might have done recently. Um, I love No Coast Criminals. I've known Dylan the singer for a long time. He started coming to Denver like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. So uh, his band, Dylan Shiv and the Shanks, we used to play shows together. So I've known him for a long time. And then Class System used to be in this band, The Abuse. Um, they were on Charge Records, and I used to I went to see them a long time ago, back in the day, and they, you know, they've been a band that I liked for a long time, so it was cool to play with them and meet the people, you know. That's awesome. Any shows on the horizon for you guys? Um, what do we have coming up? We're playing with Dogs in the Fight from Boise, Idaho. Awesome. On uh, August 31st, I believe it's on a Saturday. We have some other stuff we're trying to work on confirming right now. But um, we're also going to take some time to start writing for a full length, so we're not going to play quite as many shows after okay. the summer is up. Dogs in the Fight and then Barking Mad. See, there's kind of a theme there between those two. Uh, maybe you guys can do like a, a collaboration uh, show shirt or a, a split EP or something like that in the future. I, I think you can come up with a, a cool title that would m kind of mesh the, the two concepts of uh, Barking Mad and, and Dogs in the Fight. Right? I didn't even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Two great bands. Uh, love Dogs in the Fight. They're awesome. We've had them on the show before. Uh, Chris and I were able to meet a couple guys from the band down at Punk Rock Bowling this past year as well. Cool. So with the, the live shows, going to be taking a break so you can do the, e, the writing for the LP, rather. What, what inspires that, that music? What inspires those, the tracks you guys have done so far? You know, I mean the world around me. Sure. That's basically, what it, you know what I mean? I, I like to sing about everyday life, and I tend to sing about the stuff that makes me angry because that's just the kind of music I like. Right. I guess you, we could get that from, you know, title tracks, like, or not title tracks, but track names. Like uh, Equal Opportunity, Antisocial, Divide and Conquer, right? Some of the tracks that we've played or, or oh, are playing yeah. on the show. Yep. With the demo being called Rampage, well, why was the, the demo called Rampage? And then you had the track Rampage. Tell me about that. Well, it started out as the song Rampage. And at first we had the music. We didn't know what we were going to write about. And then it just kind of popped into my head that the song sounded like it should be about a rampage. And then... I thought of the whole video game uh, from back in the day nice. where you got the lizard and the yeah. gorilla and everyone destroying the big cities and stuff. And so it just kind of popped into my head that maybe we should turn them into punk skins and rockers. And 
you know, it just kind of uh, happened from there. Hence, you got the album artwork. Uh, well, like I said, the whole Rampage thing, and so I wanted to kind of take the artwork from the game, but yeah. change it so that the characters were punk skins and rockers destroying the cities instead, you know? Right. And it's cool. Uh, I like it. It came with the cassette, again, as we talked about, the yellow, and then the uh, kind of contrast of the colors. I, I think it all went really well together. Thanks. You're welcome. So you talked about kind of what influences the band or the music. What what influences you specifically, maybe specific bands or specific styles of music? Oh, well, I'm a bass player. I love Motorhead. Like I said, we got a bit of a Motorhead influence going on. So um, that's one thing. But uh, I've just always loved bass since I was a kid. I love the sound of the bass and I love the feel of the bass. You know, a lot of my favorite bands are bands with killer bass players and stuff. It just kind of happened. Well, that makes sense. Uh, I would think that that would be the same. You know, if you were a drummer, you'd find, you know, a band with great drummers or, you know, something like that. You'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah I really like the drumming, so that might be more yeah. of an influence. I will say that I really do like the drum, so I'm often uh, keen on listening to the drummer and whatnot, too. I'm uh, always picking out that kind of stuff. That's cool. Along the lines of music, what are a guilty pleasure that you listen to maybe something that's not punk at all but still something uh, that you might enjoy listening to you know i uh really like a lot of old outlaw country johnny cash willie nelson merle haggard kind of stuff like that uh, i'm a sucker for punk bands that cover country songs that's cool chris is a big outlaw country guy too he actually did nice. uh well, most of our episodes, we were ending with a, a guilty pleasure pick, so something that wasn't punk, and he did quite a few episodes in a row that entailed uh, an, an outlaw country track. So uh, cool. Chris is definitely into that as well. That's awesome. Is there uh, any bands, so if you guys would have like a dream show or a dream opportunity to do a split with or play a show with, is there a band out there that, or bands that you would like to play with, or maybe it's even a festival because so many bands go to that particular festival. From any era? Any era. Just dream, oh, if man. it was up to you, who would Barking Mad be playing with or be doing a split EP with? It's a tough one. Cox Bar is definitely up there. Right. Uh, Motorhead, obviously, that would never, sure. could never happen or would never happen even if they were alive still. But, you know, a man can dream. A man, you're right, um, a man could dream. <laughs> Different realities out there, or universes, or whatever. Right. <laughs> Those are good choices. Is there any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with about Barking Mad? You know, Barking Mad, we're a bunch of rockers, punk, working class guys. We just want to have a good time, and we hope you want to have a good time, too. And Let's listen to rock and roll. Absolutely. Definitely get out to, to see you guys if you guys are, or if anybody out there is near the, the Denver area. Uh, any future plans to maybe do some tours? You know, uh, you know, men we'll mention the guys in the bands, Ari, JD, and Brooks. And speaking of Brooks, he also plays in the band Stick Ups. We've had them on the show, and then Stick Ups not too long ago came out here to Salt Lake and did a show. So would that be something that Barking Mad would be interested in doing in the future is maybe – you know, doing a weekend going to Salt Lake and Boise or going the other direction, you know, and hitting up a, a couple cities or dreaming big and doing, a, you know, a cross-country tour, would that be something that you guys would be interested in doing? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. We actually were talking about it at fan practice last night, um, trying to figure out a schedule for next year. The problem with this year, and I guess it's just that um, I have a lot of my guys that are in other bands. So, sure. you know, it can be hard to get that stuff together. Everyone else is wanting to tour and do that stuff. So I kind of uh, had to catch the springtime and plan for that so i'm working on something at the moment for a weekend i can't give away too many details about it but um you know we got some stuff in the works and we'll definitely be hitting the road uh by next year perfect well people can follow you guys on facebook for sure at barking mad denver are there other places that uh people want to get out and check out you guys uh, also your, your band camp uh, are there other places that people can come follow you? Uh, yeah, you can get it on, uh, listen to it on Spotify. Um, you can buy it on iTunes, you know, all the major digital distributors. Um, we just got um, all of that hooked up within the last week. So there might be a couple that it's not on yet, but if it's not, they're coming. Perfect. But Spotify is a good one. So, Well, people should get out there and follow you guys. And they'll be able to see uh, when you guys are posting on when your tours are coming up, right? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, hopefully you guys are able to make it out to Salt Lake City on one of those uh, weekenders. Or if you guys are able to do a tour, maybe next year, maybe we'll have uh, some sort of a, a day festival. where we're, we're looking at something like that. And uh, we'll definitely send an invite out to you guys. And if it would work out, that'd be great if you guys can make it out here and play out here too. Yeah, definitely. We want to. Uh, we just got to, like I said, figure out when we can. Absolutely. Well, Bram, thank you for joining. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys uh, sending the cassette our way. Chris is a huge cassette collector as of uh, cool. maybe a year ago now. He's, he's the cassette collector of the show. And so right. I, he greatly appreciates it. And uh, cool. I, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I think next we'll jump into the track.
All right, I want to thank Bram for joining. That was awesome. Uh, cool interview and definitely dig that band, Barking Mad. They've got some tracks ready to go. Just looking for someone uh, to you know get it out there on vinyl. So we're going to reach out to some record labels and get that put out because those first six tracks, that Rampage EP or demo, it's an EP. But it, it's very cool. They've already been on two great compilations. Check them out. Uh, looking forward to Barking Mad making their way out here to Salt Lake. Maybe in the spring. Maybe we'll get lucky. No promises, but we're hoping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's think. <laughs> let's wrap this show up. We're gonna do a couple of metal tracks. You can't see it, but I'm putting the horns up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. We're gonna jump right in. This is the one you chose. Who is it? Why'd you pick them? I uh, chose this one, Rise of the North Star. They are based out of Paris, France. Um, a bit more on the uh, metal and kind of hip-hop side of metalcore. And uh, kind of in that same vein as like a Attila or a Mirror, only these guys, in my opinion, don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about them. It is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. Like, I listen to them. It's like, yeah, this is music that I want to turn off my brain and just bang my head to. And it's fun. Just a lot of really crazy riffs, a lot of like uh, tough guy lyrics. And if you watch their music videos, the guy dresses up with a poofy jacket and a big beanie and just kind of goes around in this little Fred Durst style. <laughs> it's corny, but it's it's still enjoyable. Still got a lot of substance in there, in my opinion. And also they love, uh, they are Japan fanboys. A lot of anime artwork in their albums and in their music video. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of uh, references in their lyrics. They have one breakdown that starts, that goes sonic boom and goes right into it. That's cool. It's cheesy in all the fun, fun ways. Well, this is off the album Well Came. Yeah. Came out uh, November 21st, 2014, so it's been out for a bit. And this yeah, is the last bit. track on the album. So you got track 11, Blast Them All. Yeah. That's it makes it. you want to blast everybody. Right? <laughs>
Well, for what it is, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh, that it's cool. It's it's got. A, I think you were accurately describing it, right? A little rap, rap core. Fred yeah, Durst action. Yeah, a little bit of uh, new metal for the uh, uh, for the metalcore market because there's a lot of that going on for better or for worse. Right? <laughs> Can't deny there's some good stuff coming out there. Whether Absolutely. You, whether you love it, be, whether you love it ironically or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna wrap this show up. One last track, my track. Last week I played the Murder Dolls. The guy who did the vocals for Murder Dolls is Wednesday Thirteen. Wednesday 13 released the album Transylvania 90210 <laughs> on April 4th, 2005. And this track is from that album. It's called I Walked with the Zombie. Wednesday 13, I Walk With a Zombie. We're wrapping this shit up. If you want to find these bands that we played, if you use Twitter at all, I barely do anymore. It doesn't seem like anybody really does. But if you do, at SharpShock, at ProtectedLeftCA, at R-O-T-N-S, official. That's for Rise of the North Star. The acronym, Rotten. <laughs> uh, Instagram, SharpShock. At Summer of Blood Band at D A S O W T H dot S G H. That's for Off with Their Heads. I don't know what the D A S is, but the O W T H Off with Their Heads. <laughs> at Protected Left at Teenage Bottle Rocket at our R O T N S Official. And we are at SLC Punkcast. But Eric, where are you at on Instagram? Instagram. Um I want to clarify, the last couple episodes, I've been giving you the wrong handle. Ever so slight, ever so slightly, but it's still wrong. It's 
All lowercase, scary uncle, underscore Eric97. I had the underscore in the wrong place. So if you haven't been finding me, and if I... I hope that's the reason I haven't been getting any new followers this week. <laughs> but yeah, that is the that is the correct handle. That is where you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook. I am Eric U Norris. Also, you can find find my articles on slugmag.com and saganzuth.com. Excellent. Do you use Twitter? See, I said that at the beginning there that uh, nobody seems to use Twitter. Do you use Twitter? I I have a Twitter, but I honestly only had a Twitter f- to use it in a class that I have for school. And I haven't touched it since that semester ended, and that was like maybe a year and a half ago. <laughs> so, so, so no, no, I don't use Twitter. I have <laughs> at I another have punk SLC, and I do, uh, it, it does post a lot of the same stuff, but you can find it all. Uh, anything I post there is also posted on Instagram and or Facebook. Finding all these bands on Facebook at Sharpshock Band, at D A S O W T H for Off With Their Heads, at Econarchy 505 at Protected Left at Teenage Bottle Rocket Official at Dubbed SLC. It exists at Barking <laughs> Mad Denver. Thanks again to Bram for joining on the show at ROTNS Official and at Official Wednesday 13. The show is at SLC Punkcast. Any final thoughts, Eric? Uh well, I do have the exact dates and locations from which, of which Suburban Hellkill, my band, will be playing. Let's hear it. We will be playing two shows in August. We will be playing August 9th at Liquid Joe's Rebel Recovery Program uh, for ex-heroin addicts and uh, <clears throat> other stuff like that. We'll be playing with the band The One Too Many's, uh, Athena's, Atharina's. It's a band that begins with an A. I can't remember the I can't remember them at this moment. And we'll be playing with the uh, Hi-Fi Murder. Awesome. Guys have had our backs since the beginning. And on the 13th, we'll be playing at Resolute Tattoo on State Street. And we'll be playing with the band Born Sick. And also playing with that band is uh, playing with us will be the band Raid. And oh, right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Raid and Static Death. Nice. So a bit of a smaller show. Also, Anonymous has a show coming up at the Ice House on the the 10th. So right smack in the middle of the Suburban Hell Kill kill show. So I'll be pretty busy. Three weeks. Less than three weeks. Eric's going to be boom, boom. Day or two off for some rest and then right back at it. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) No rest for for punkers like us. (laughs) But it will be fun. Yes, it will. Get to those shows if you're here in Salt Lake. Uh, Everybody else, thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Have a great time, and we will see you next time. Play the fucking outro.